Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, it was great being in Vegas with you last week. It was. We had a good time, and we don't really have any stories to tell. No. We, usually don't. for when we have a trip, we something ridiculous will happen. That's right. Like that time you walked out with someone else's suitcase, <laughs> and we were just walking around, and it took us, I don't know, three hours to figure out it was someone else's bag. I, I, was I literally great. stole someone's suitcase for probably two hours. Thinking it was mine, then you were doing me a favor. I was like, here is, <laughs> and I was thinking the whole time, Stan, you have an ugly suitcase. <laughs> And then I, I, we're getting to your, your truck and you drove me around to, I load the suitcase in the truck. We drive around to get my car and you take the suitcase out and you set it there. And I'm like, why is he taking the suitcase out of the truck? <laughs> like, dude, that's not my bag. <laughs> Did you say that? Uh, no, I go, I go, dude, that's not my bag. And he's so like, good. well, whose bag is it? I was like, that's not your bag. So yeah, we stole someone's. Or the but, time we almost adopted that kid in uh, D.C., we were eating ice cream and this random kid wandered up. Do you think she was like seven, eight? Maybe, but there was no yeah. parent in sight and she was just watching us eat ice cream. She was like literally doing circles around us. And then she just said, I wish I had some ice cream. <laughs> she was, was like, <laughs> she got, she was circling us like prey. Uh, and then she got within like five feet and she just goes, I wish I had some ice cream. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. That was a wild moment. Anyways, there's always good stories from our, uh, our speaking but events. But not in Vegas, which is interesting. You would think in Vegas we'd have a good story, but. No, we that don't. Was, I'm proud of us. Yeah, actually, I'm actually proud of us. Yes, yeah, so we yep. didn't have it. So what are you talking about today? And part of this was sparked in Vegas, which is great, is the difference between achievement and success or your potential, really. And yes. I think a lot of times we go speak at events or, you know, at times we'll be invited to speak to like a, a select group of advisors. Like yeah. these are kind of higher level. They're having, you know, different conversations or so, trying to solve higher quality problems than maybe the the... the average advisor maybe isn't, but or the, or the advisor that's really just kind of more trying to get their feet under them and get like the, I would say that's the majority of the people we're, we've, we talked to at EAN are people yeah. who have established themselves in the business. They're not going anywhere. They're, they're they've survived mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, now I can take it to the next level. And that's sometimes right. companies will say, Hey, we're gathering some of those next level people. That's right. Which happens in this industry. Will you come talk to them? And yep. so that was such, that was the event. Yep. It was and a great so, event. Then part of it, the way we opened that was your achievement, while it deserves to be celebrated, who got you in this room, but now we're about to change all the rules. Right. That at times, what got you where you are now, the indicator that you're still progressing is that you're stopping doing those same things versus, wow, this has worked out great. Let's just keep doing more of the same stuff and my success must keep going up. And that's rarely the case. Right. And we'll we'll break down some of those things. And there was, I, I think, the helpful analogy or story that, uh, and I actually think this is fascinating because a lot of people have sort of seen it happen, is that um, when you reach a certain level of success, you have to start to play a different kind of game. Mm-hmm. Like, congratulations, now it's going to get a lot harder. Yep. And not harder as an impossible or insurmountable. It's just, you, you just have to play at a different level. 
Yep. And an example of that was Ryan Reynolds, and I forget the other guy's name. It's a friend of his. They bought part of an English soccer club. And I did not know this until actually like a few months ago, because I was kind of following this, this story about Ryan Reynolds buying this soccer club, is that if you're good enough, you get promoted. And if you're not, you get relegated, basically taken down. There's like these different levels. Mm-hmm. So the AAA Nashville baseball team is always AAA. Like if they do great, they're still AAA, yeah. right? But in soccer, you can get promoted. And so our conversation and a lot of the advisors really resonated with this was like, congratulations, you got, you're getting a promotion, mm-hmm. but now you're sort of at the bottom again. And that should excite you because yeah. you, you have bigger rewards, bigger possibilities. And so again, if you're listening to this or watching us and you, you feel like I've achieved a lot of what I wanted to achieve, mm-hmm. but you also believe about yourself as you listen or watch us, like, but then Andy, like, I know I haven't reached my potential. Achievement and potential are different. Yep. Right. And so if you're listening to this, you're the kind of person that says, I haven't reached my potential. And Mm -hmm. instead of that being a discouraging thing, it's sort of, we want it to be a motivating thing. But we do want to talk today about what keeps people from reaching their potential. And some of these might be true of you. Some of them you might have overcome, but they're really, really practical. Instead, you do a really good job of, of making people super uncomfortable in a really helpful way. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a couple I'm, of times I made like longer than I should have eye contact at this last event while yes, I said something. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Because <laughs> I was like, bro, stop looking at that guy. Stop. <laughs> a guy is, you know. But uh, it is, no, it's, okay. it's, it is, and I, and I love this saying, I don't know that I made it. I just hadn't heard it before I said it, but I'm sure someone else said it before me. But your best friends tell you the most truth. Hmm. Truth with a capital T. If you really care about me, Stan, and I know mm-hmm. you do, you'll you'll tell me the truth. Like, no. Andy, you need to hear this because it's the truth. And and that's what it really felt like when we were talking to these advisors. Mm-hmm. And this is what we want to do for you today is give you a taste of some of that truth. Because, yeah. again, congratulations. You're still in the business. You're doing well. But there's, there's, there's more out there for you. And one of the reasons that people, successful advisors, will say, are not reaching their full potential is because... And it could be specific to their company or just as an industry wide, but you're pretty bold about this, mm-hmm. that they believe the industry's definition of success. And there's a couple of things that go into that. Can you break it down? I believe that the industry doesn't really have a clear path. Uh, I think for me and everybody I've known that's gotten into the business, business before, you get in thinking like, I'm helping with money, but I don't really know what that looks like as a job. And then you realize like, oh, I need to sell stuff. And I don't know how to sell stuff. So my, the, all of my development, 90% of it is going to be learning how to sell things better. And then I'm going to start becoming more knowledgeable as I go. About the stuff you're selling. About the stuff you're selling. And so it's maybe trial and error to some degree. Um, I look back at Young Stead and I was like, most of those people, I laugh because I was like, probably I can't say all, but most of those people are better off even with the thing I gave them. Sure, sure, sure. Even though I was new in the business than them not doing anything well, at if all. You're, if you're selling the right stuff, generally like. You, yeah, it's whether it's this yeah. insurance policy or that one or these mutual funds. Like it's, yeah. if the alternative is those people are doing nothing, then yeah. you are still helping them. If you're a young advisor, like keep going. Um, I would encourage you not to have maybe that 90-10 sales to knowledge growing split. Yeah. Like try to you know get your CFP, go to seminars, webinars, like build your uh, your superpower of knowledge along yeah. with your superpower of selling. Yeah. And then you just kind of keep doing it. And then as problems arise, you kind of solve those. At some point, maybe you're like, man, I'm really overwhelmed. I need an assistant. And it's very kind of reactionary. Mm-hmm. That's been my experience. A lot of other advisors that I was not sat down and said, hey, Stan, for the first two years, here's what you're going to do. And in our earliest episodes, if you're listening, you can go back and listen to what we call the five stages of an advisor 
career path? Literally the earliest, as in, I think it's episodes two, three, four, five, six, or something like that. And we break down what we say is like, when you're a rookie, it's like you're solving rookie level problems. Yeah. And you're doing a great job, but the goal is to not stay rookie very long, maybe a year or two. And then you're going to move through these different stages where every stage you're trying to solve higher quality problems. Yep. And, and so for me, there was no path. And the success was really, who did I end up around? Because the industry didn't really promote and say, hey, Sten, you're at this firm, but hey, look at those advisors at that firm, how they're all way more successful than yeah. we are. You should try to get there someday. It, it is phenomenal to think that your success and your, your vision of success and you reaching your potential could primarily be dependent upon the physical location. Where or, you happen to end up. Or, who you or, happen or, to... or that individual company in their measurement of success. Yeah. For I, me, which happened to be the company that happened to show up at my college and, and offer me a hundred bucks a week to show up to a meeting. Great training, could have been worse, but I, it wasn't up to me. I didn't yeah. take control over that. And so, and we talk to a lot of advisors all the time that are like, I just, I feel kind of frustrated and stuck. I don't feel like I'm being challenged. And then we go, we just get back from Vegas with this firm that they have a bunch of great advisors. The leadership is creating a learning path. Yep. But all of that is really just subject to like, did you luck out? Did you end up at the right place at the right time with the yeah. right leadership? And for us, as we coach advisors, and that's one reason EAN exists, is like, it may not have to be with the firm you're with, yep. but you could still be there and do great. Mm-hmm. I would tell every advisor I talk to, you have everything where you are today to build the business you want. Moving's not always the answer. It's not always somebody else's fault. Like you have everything you need, but you probably do need to seek some outside perspective yeah. Yeah. in our community, our content. That's, that's what we're trying to fill is this void that I couldn't fill when I was an advisor of, man, where's, where are the studs? Where can I go to get uncomfortable? Like, why do I have to learn all these mistakes the hard way by myself when people have already gone before me? Yeah. And why does that take so long? I mean, that's another yeah. part of it is, is, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you could think of something off the cuff, but uh, like there's situations I know that I've been in. I can think of one specific, but like I'm standing there going, I am going to intervene. This is taking way too long. Like I, this is, this is taking seven times as long as it should, you know? And so you jump in there and whatever it is. I mean, an example was I was at a cookout once and there's food in the middle of the table <laughs> and there's plates at one end of the table and everyone's walking on one side of the table. Nice. And I was like, just couldn't stand it. You could walk on both <laughs> sides of the table and I'm not great at math, but I think it'll go twice as fast. Nice. Right. My, uh, a claim to fame, I redirected an entire carnival ride line that was like cutting right through the middle of the whole row of rides to where people were like running into it. And I redirected it to a different, and it was great, but everybody had accepted it. Like, yes. Everyone was like, <laughs> we're committing is... to the person in front of us made the best choice. <laughs> It's just one bad decision after another, <laughs> yes. right? And it's funny when it's a call where I or when it's a cookout line, but like when yeah. it's your career, you're yeah. like, oh crap, that's right. I'm falling wrong. So the industry's version of success is generally that, that all, and there are some companies that are not doing this, but many companies are just afraid of outside voices, mm, yeah. right? They're afraid of independent voices that, that you know, and, and like the company we were at and other ones that call us and interact with us on, you know, bring 25 advisors to Nashville to get trained, which is going to happen next week. Like, like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but the industries for the, again, the first thing is the, what keeps successful advisors from achieving their full potential is that they believe the industry's version and maybe your company's version of success as gospel truth that yep. that's, that's success. And I'm not going to go conspiracy theory level on us here, but the fact the system is still working the way it is means at some level, somebody's okay with it because they're making enough money. Yeah. At some level, these big companies, they're profitable enough not to get down. 
to the advisor day-to-day level, but that's where we hang out. Like I'm an advisor, like I'm concerned of what your day-to-day life looks yeah. like. Uh, what does your business look like? And because it's working just well enough for a lot of people that are disconnected enough from what does it look like to be an advisor on a day-to-day basis yeah. and have a family and want to have balance yet want to have a great income and want to have a great team. Like those are the problems at that level that we're looking to solve and help advisors yeah. with. Hey, don't give away your time and ideas for free. There's a way to run a healthier business. But the, the industry at large is is less aggressive. It's more of if we can retain people and they can do just enough to survive, then we're winning. And you know, here we're saying we reject that. Absolutely. The next one, I don't know that this is as large of a problem, but it is still a problem is you'll find people and we experience some people like this hmm. is the reason they don't reach their potential is they feel like, oh, I've achieved, I've achieved all that I'm going to achieve. And, and that's hmm. rooted in, and you, you talked about this is when you've achieved more than you imagined you could achieve, there's a measure of human nature where it just goes, I'm good. I did it. Right. Yeah. And that just can come from, tell the story about the hundred thousand. Yeah. As far as where you just happen to be around, I grew up small town in Oregon. You know, people in my family didn't own successful businesses. And I wish, because I t- referenced this story enough that I could remember like where I was sitting. I might've been in like a truck at a job site sitting there and somebody, I must've been, you know, 10, 12, somewhere yeah. in there said like a hundred thousand dollars. And to that point in my life, that was the biggest number I've ever heard yeah. when it comes to like, oh, wait, people make $100,000. My context was like, it's two bucks to rent a movie. Yeah. You know, a pizza costs six bucks. Oh, wait, $100,000. And so my little mind grabbed onto that and just set that as this like someday. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Until I was able to disrupt that. But the only reason I got disrupted is because I, I proactively went out and like was willing to receive feedback to make me question like, is that number really successful? Is that number really going to accomplish things I want to accomplish? But I could have just held tight to that sure. and hit it and then been like, well, you know, Stan, you're in your 20s and you're doing great. Like, you're done. Yeah. And our human nature will do, will want us to do. Yeah. There, there's, there's a reality of people, if I can pull it way down, like there's a reality of someone that will leave a $17 an hour job for an $18 an hour job. Mm-hmm. And, and you might be listening going, that's crazy. But, but like, we're, what we're saying is there's a limit, there's a limitation that is built into a lot of us as humans mm-hmm. that we sort of pick a number arbitrarily and then we just sort of stop and go, I, I, I'm, that's, just, but mm-hmm. that's in this business, praise God, like yeah. that, that number is just a number and it can be a bigger number. Mm-hmm. And it does, again, not at the cost of your life and your health and your, you know, all that stuff, but, no. but believing you've already reached it is a reason some people just stop this. Well, I'm comfortable. That's enough. Right. And I'll, well, one more point there is because sure. now we've interacted with thousands of advisors and we have yet, I've yet to coach an advisor, speak in front of a group of advisors where somebody would be like, Stan, no, truly I'm done. Like, there's no way you can show me that I can be more efficient, that I can impact just as many people while working left, therefore being more with my family, which really, if you talk to me for 10 minutes is really what's most important to me. I've yet to meet the advisor. Please call us if you want to challenge me on this, that will say today I've reached my full potential, not only in income, but as far as work-life balance, the way my business is structured. Whenever we probe in that, when somebody does kind of say, hey, I'm good, I make enough money. Yeah. There's usually something in there where they're like, I'm just scared to do that thing. Yeah. We've had advisors that are 30 years in the business that are, you know, have one assistant and they still book their own meetings or they still work six days a week. And and we figure out by with not very long a conversation that 20 of those hours are just hanging out. Wow. 
And like, well, why are you at the office if you're not being productive? What can you do with that time? Like, there's enough there to churn up if you're willing to. And the goal is not to do that every day. Like, break it, build it every day. But are you consistently welcome feedback to say, like, if you can do something faster and more efficient, I believe every advisor wants to help more people make more money and work less or more efficiently. If we can all agree that's our goal, which we've never had an advisor say, no, Stan, Andy, I don't want that, then there is a better path right. than you're on, most likely. Right. Another reason that successful advisors don't reach their potential is they believe that, and I think this the industry is at fault for saying this, is, well, you just have to do more of what got you here and, mm. and, and sort of optimize or just, just go faster. Yep. Right. Go faster, work with more people like that. Mm -hmm. uh, we did an exercise, which I won't get into. You have to experience it at one of our trainings, but we asked people sort of how to grow their business and, and sort of one of the persuasive, pers pervasive, pervasive answers was, oh, just do more of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, you could, you could, but at some point, you know, you can't turn it to something that goes to 10. You can't turn it to 12, like 10 <laughs> yeah. is, is as high as it goes. That's right. right? Um, it, it's, it will actually break if you turn it up higher. Yeah, right. You have and, to do different things. In the language we use, we 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 call that doing the average thing harder and longer and hoping yeah. you get elite results and it'll never work. And that is an industry thing, whether it's like it's calls, make more calls, you know, and the idea of you've used this reference before is if you want to have a higher batting average, like you don't take more at bats, like just get more hits. And so when it comes to prospecting, it's like, why would we do yeah. something average harder and longer? Why would we be okay with the 10 to 15 year path of success in this business if I showed you the three? Yeah. Is a three going to be harder, more intentional, a little more scary? Yeah. But if it's possible and there's a bunch of people before you that went there and all these people at times, you they, they think they could do it either. Right. Until they kind of just, you know, put their toe in the water of like, okay, what does that look like? Okay. I got to hire somebody. How do I do that? Because your future self, I guarantee you, if you're doing the average thing right now and you know, in your gut that like said, I'm doing the same things I was doing three years ago, I'm just growing still. Well, that's an indicator. If you haven't changed your business and we were at this conference, we told them, hey, everybody here should break your business and rebuild it. And I just, I felt from the two leaders in the room where they're just like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we're not telling you like fire all your clients, but like be willing periodically to say, okay, if I'm doing the same thing I was doing two years ago in the exact same fashion, whether it's client experience, whether it's prospecting, whether it's just the, the tasks as the leader I'm doing each day, yeah, that's actually not a good sign. Like that's a sign you should change something, not a sign of like, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Next one is trying to optimize your way to success that, that, that can keep you from really reaching your potential. This is a little like the, I'm going to do, you know, the same thing, just harder and longer. Mm -hmm. But what this really ties into is trying to optimize yourself yeah. instead of hiring. Right. And we see this like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, no, the only thing I should be doing is like, I'm going to go hire somebody. That's right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. The idea of optimizing yourself versus the potential of hiring someone mm -hmm. that the people that we know that have reached their potential have figured out how to hire mm -hmm. and train and delegate and then do less yep. better. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times that means they, uh, they delegate the hiring and the training too. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's advisors okay. get scared of like, I'm not going to hire it. Okay. Well, who not how that, like, that's a great book. If you haven't read it, who not how. And, and I'm in a season now where I'm trying not to overdo it, meaning mm -hmm. like the solution is also not always to hire. You can just go hire crazy. It's hire the right people at the right time, help them focus on the very specific task. If you have like three generalists and they're all overlapping, like that's a problem too. <laughs> but hands down, I, I've never met an advisor that I look at their business, their life, their income, and I'm like, wow, that's inspirational. 
I'm look. I, I, I want to mirror something in their business. I want my business to look like theirs someday. And it was just them and, and an assistant yeah. or a pair planner. The commonality is they figure out people focused on something very specific each day and, and making that their superpower. The outcome is dramatically different. Absolutely. So you may be th- listening saying, I don't believe you. Well, trust me, it's true. Or I believe you. I just don't know how to do it. Well, great. We have job descriptions. We have other advisors that are training, learning this. To be great at anything, you have to be a beginner to start. And so these are the things we teach on that within your sphere, it is your world. Mm -hmm. Your family, your business, it is everything to you. And it feels big. It feels scary. But you're not solving problems that have never been solved before. You have to be a community. You have to immerse yourself in there because one piece of information from somebody else or or a push or some accountability could accelerate something that it would take you five years on your own to do. 100%. And you could do in six months. Yeah. Because you didn't know, right? Because yeah. you didn't hire that person who, oh my gosh, that's their superpower. Mm-hmm. What a massive breakthrough, yeah. you know? And and it can be very small things. It can be very big things. But, you know, it is it is fascinating to see how the multiplication effect of having someone else mm-hmm. free up your time so you can do what you're truly great at. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're just simply things that it, it's almost malpractice mm. for you to be doing as an advisor. Yeah, yeah as, if all your clients knew you were spending your time doing that, they would probably scratch their head a little bit. If it was paperwork, scheduling, uh, that, that you should be getting rid of that stuff as quick as you can. Yeah. Last one is that um, one of the last reasons that people don't reach your potential is they're simply just not surrounding themselves with the right people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just pause real quick and say this for those who are listening and watching, like, like you're doing a great job right now mm-hmm. by surrounding yourself with, I think about the advisors that we had from three or four episodes ago that, that shared about their business. The others, like if you're listening to the show, you are taking in wisdom from an advisor that is in the trenches, that is doing this day in and day out, that leads a team that hires, that, 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 that manages family and life and all those things. And for those who are part of our community, for, for those of you who are listening who, who have submitted yourself to, I, I need to surround myself with people on a, on a really intentional level. Um, you're, you're doing a great job. Yeah. You, you, are, you have the thing we can't give you, which is that spark or that curiosity or that willingness. Yeah. Uh, then you have to you know, discover, you know, we call it the three stages of growth, so aware, growth awareness. Are people even doing this thing? There's advisors making that much money with that much balance in their life. Like, okay, I know it's possible understanding i'm going to go wherever it need i need to go in order to figure out how those people do it and then belief is one where people get hung up where they need coaching and almost borrowed confidence at time for us to tell some of our advisors like it's possible for you to right now it doesn't feel like it it feels scary because you've never done it but if you do these things and one really practical we tell advisors all the time if you are not if you don't have a private coach or you're not part of some community consistently Stop and it's um, and money's the issue. Stop funding your retirement accounts as an advisor to an advisor. Pretend I'm your financial planner. Stop funding retirement accounts and invest in yourself. It'll be the best investment you ever made in your life. Yeah. But sometimes we need permission to do those things, even yeah. though in our gut we're we're open to it, but we just need permission. And the last thing I'll say as we close is when when I say surround yourself with the right people, that can mean not just other advisors, but it also means that you know I. It's fascinating that we now have so much access, thanks to the internet and video, and is you can get the best coaches at something just by sitting in your office. Like surrounding yourself with the right people is not just peers. It's, yeah. it's people you're willing to submit yourself to and say, okay, 
you've analyzed hundreds of advisors, businesses, what should I do next? Yeah. Right. And, and that, that's about submitting yourself to the right people. You know, we, we've seen the difference, the right coach and pick your sport or pick your whatever, but, but what the right coach and the right, you know, like any player that comes plays for them, yeah. like they're a better player. That's right. right. So surround yourself with people and then submit yourself to them and then take action. And if you're listening to this, you're that kind of person. Um, and again, if you're interested in, in the AN, then, uh, you know, there'll be a link in the show notes how to, how to get a hold of us in that area. So I, I want to have you with the last word about folks who are feeling this tension between, you know, yes, I've, I've reached a level of success. I want to reach my potential. What, what's the next thing they should be doing? That, that's all of us to some degree. True. <clears throat> True. That even people we meet with, you know, that I would fall susceptible at times being like, hey, man, like I'm the one writing some stuff and people are hearing me speak like, Maybe I've kind of unlocked most of it. Like, can I, can I cruise? And I'm thankful in my journey that I created this, this internal process that I'm just really curious. Like I'm, I'm, I'm aware of, Hey, there's probably a better way to do this as a business owner though. You need a season where you're just growing too. And so if you're like, Sten, all the stuff you're saying is great, but I just need to grow for a while. We're, we're right there with you. That's awesome. But if you are on an Island, not getting input, if you find yourself doing the same thing every day, and you're tracking your results because a lot of us don't, but you have a scorecard and you're looking at your scorecard and it's not really moving. Those are all indications that you're stuck. And all of us are to some degree. And I would say, ask for an intervention, like seek input. Mm -hmm. And for us, one reason we built, call us, like we will help you. We will shock the system a little bit, whether that means you hang out with us more often, come to events, but like at least call Andy and Jared and have somebody speak some perspective in there. We're not going to know everything about your business, but be open and handed to say, I'm going to put this out there, pick it apart, give me some feedback because hands down, you'll leave with perspective and probably some next steps that you weren't clear on, right? The, that you may be stuck. Any party feels stuck or your growth is stalled, your personal development is stalled. Like now is the time to be open enough and humble enough for, to give somebody permission to speak into it. Absolutely. So go to stenmorgan.com slash E-A-N. That's the best place to go to learn about our community or set a time to meet with myself or Jared or our other coach for the community. Uh, and we would love to, to help you reach your potential. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Hey, friend, this is Andy with one final note. If you have not attended one of our live online trainings, then you can go sign up for our next one at stenmorgan.com slash webinar. That's stenmorgan.com slash webinar. And you can see when our next live trainings are. Those are free. So check them out. Thanks again for listening. God bless. Keep up the good work.